Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. mentioned Andy Payton then at Burnley like he was the striker I started watching at Barnsley when I was sort of 12, 13 might have been younger 8, po- 9 on, on the wall a, poster on the wall I was on the no I weren't the poster on the wall but he wore uh, the striker well, he, he was like you Parky he did fuck all but scored goals <laughs> yeah, that's why you liked him was he uh, didn't run but scored loads of goals Parky no wonder he's your hero yeah. but he, he was a, a great signing for us he was Chris Waddle, the best thing Chris Waddle did really was to, to put me in at Christmas and, and to, <laughs> to sign Andy Payton. And yeah, he, he, he was a bit different. He weren't your normal type of footballer. But for, for Burnley to go back, he was a local lad. And he and, played the previous and then? He, he was released as a kid, right. I think. So he always was a bit bitter. But, but he, you did, you were a he bit had different. a good career. career. Just, a bit different. He just, he just wasn't your typical footballer. He wouldn't go on your nights out with the boys. He'd... He was always, he was like last in, first out, didn't really socialise with anyone, but I got on well with Pates. And, and to, to me, there, there have been, I've played with players that were great lads and you go on the night out, Christmas do's, and, and they're great, but on the pitch, they don't really do anything. Whereas, <laughs> whereas Pates, he, he scored you loads of goals. So to me, I wasn't really bothered. If people want to go on the night out, great, Christmas do, great. If they don't, then... It didn't really matter to me. I knew that Pates, and for someone who, who was uh, an assister like myself, the centre-forwards make you. you need, there's no point doing all the work, putting in great crosses or sliding people through on goal if they're missing. You don't get any recognition then yourself. No. So to play with Pates, and at League One level as well, to find a goal scorer like that, we did really well. And, and so, yeah, good, great, great signing. And he actually, there, there was once where... We, we turned up for training and Pates weren't there. And we thought, what's, what's happening here? And then there was a rumours got round that he'd, he'd um, smashed up uh, a hairdresser's with a driver. Taking the golf what? club, smashed up the hairdressers. What? So he's been arrested. So Stan, <laughs> so Stan had to go down there and, and like bail, bail him out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you meant he'd taken a short yeah. with him. <laughs> no, but yeah. were, took, but took, took his, yeah, he's one wood. The police were like, oh, yeah, Stanzi, so, we'll let him off. Yeah, so Stan had to sort it out. So 
so like, again, Burnley, everyone hears everything and um, he turns up, they need a gaffer and we say, oh, gaffer, we've heard a rumour about Pates. He, he's like smashed up hairdressers with a driver. <laughs> and he went, <laughs> no, no. And so we thought, oh, we, yeah, we thought it was a load of rubbish. And he went, no, it was a five iron. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I myself thought it was a bit too much club. Yeah, I, I'd, yeah, I'd have, maybe it was uphill into the wind. <laughs> But he was found. Yeah, the, the police found him hiding in his missus' wardrobe. I think. <laughs> no, you weren't he trying to no close on. <laughs> Too much club. Mm. Yeah. So, so you actually smashed the hairdressers up? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, yeah. Any, Can you get paints on reason, and ask him? And just I don't, I don't know. Just but Stan yeah, got him out. Yeah. Well, we needed him. He, like, we had no one else who could score any goals. So Stan thought, I've got to sort this out. Yeah. Luckily, the police were Burnley fans. I think so. <laughs> Yeah, they, they thought if, if we lock up Pates, yeah, we'll, we'll probably get relegated. We need him out scoring goals. Yeah, we'll let him off. Yeah. Too much Just say he lost his ball. Yeah, he's free off the tee, I think. <laughs> but yeah, the first the first week he was actually there, when, when we signed him, we were doing we were doing a warm-up and it was in two groups. So I'm in one group, he's over the far side. And as we're walking around the, the pitch, I look over and, and he walked with a bit of a bounce. Yeah. Parky, yeah, yeah, you know, on the and, yeah, on the bob, yeah, and so I've, I've looked across and I said, "Look at Pete." So, so I started copying his walk, bouncing. <laughs> so, um, we all then join up, and he said, "Were you taking the piss out of me?" And I said, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> went, oh, oh, okay, you can believe it, yeah. yeah. This experienced player, yeah, Celtic Barnsley, he turns up at Burnley, and this, yeah, this boy who's played five games was taking the piss out of him. And you couldn't believe it. <laughs> But we got a well after that. <laughs> <laughs> I did set up about 80 goals for him, so yeah, thank you after that. But, but no, uh, in all my career, he one of the best finishers I, I played yeah. with. And, and like I said, to, to be at that level of football, League One, to have someone who could score that, that amount of goals were, was great and you know, keep us up. <laughs> who else did you get on with at Burnley? Who were you? Um, everyone, really. I, I was that type of person. I, I was. Were you close I, I, with I got on well with the older boys, and uh, I, I got on well. Mitchell Thomas again. He, he was an older, experienced player. He's lived with me for a bit when he first moved up, and didn't give me any rent. Yeah, <laughs> pay any bills, Mitchell. Yeah. But, yeah. But yeah, Mitchell again. Mark Ford was another one I mentioned earlier on. Uh, he was at Leeds. Fordy when he again. I was good to a lot of players, and I let them live at the house. Yeah, but what I didn't say is I did have a six-month driving ban, so I needed someone to take me to training. So come and live with me, boys. Yeah, you're right. I've got a spare room. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, but you got to drive me to training every day. Thanks. Yeah. I, I actually, yeah. Well, I actually got a speeding ban. I was driving back, a horrible drive, Burnley back home, down at M6 and M40, M25, and we'd actually lost one a game, and but we got two days off. It was a night game, so I thought, oh, I'm. I'm Got to, I'm going back home and and this was under Chris Waddle so I, off I set and uh, it was M6 Wigan I get pulled over by the police so eight, 85 miles an hour can you believe it it was hardly anything on the road it was like 11 o'clock at night <laughs> so I get pulled over right okay yeah and then hour and a half later I come out on the M40 pitch black nothing on the road and join the M40 here it comes again the flashing red and blue lights <laughs> so I got done, <laughs> done, <laughs> done. Got done. And, and these these um, 
yeah, West Midlands Police it was, I think, yeah, pulled me over and, and I've got the Burnley tracksuit on. So I get out and they went, oh, you're a footballer. And I went, yeah, how good's that? I've done the Australian accent. How good's that? <laughs> Brummie accent. Yeah. Are you a footballer? And I went, yeah. And they said, One who'd you play for? I said, Burnley. They went, oh, yeah. He said, that's Chris Waddle, isn't it? And I went, yeah. And he went, oh, you're not doing too well, are you? I went, no, nah, we're not. And he went, yeah, have you got any points on your licence? I went, well, funny enough, I've just been stopped about an hour and a half ago by Wigan police. He went, oh, he said, you got more points in one night than you have in whole season. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cheers, mate. Yeah, so I, up, yeah. I, I had nine points as it is, I ended up down at about 23. <laughs> yeah, but, but what killed me, I had to drive down to Solihull to get banned and then they ban you straight away. So I couldn't get back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cheers for letting me know that. Yeah, Thanks, yeah. six month ban. No, the no, no, the no, car's still not no, there. No, my, my, my solicitor, he said, no, but what you do, because you're a footballer, you can say you've got to get a training, you've got to get to games, so you need your car. What you do, just pay £1,500 and you can like, ride it off. So I said, oh, yeah, do that. And he said, but whatever you do, don't get stopped. I said, why? And they went, well, you've you got 12 points. Ah. I said, so I paid a 1,500 quid and then next week I could be out driving and I get banned again. So I didn't realise. So I said, no, six months ban, <laughs> wipe my points off because I'm doing that four hour drive every other week. There's probably a chance that I'm going to get stopped again or them speed cameras or, yeah. So I had to take the six-month ban, but it worked out well. It was just before Christmas. Now, I don't know whether you ever noticed this, Parky, but in football, once you get to Christmas, they always say season seems to fly by. Yeah. Don't, don't you notice that? I don't know why it is. Did you think that <coughs> yeah. that was the same? Other than so yeah. for me, I thought, right, if I take it Christmas, by June, the, the season's done, and then the next month I'll be driving so it did it, it, it did work out well I thought luckily like I said I'd miss your 4D driving I thought okay I, I got away with it it's hard though just to think you know sometimes when, when you've got about a five minute walk to the shop <laughs> you come out I never actually did it I, I, I old man's up I, I can honestly say I never but now you think well it's late at night There's, I lived on a new estate type place so now you think well there's no one about coming up to the shop. It's up the top of the hill as well. It's a bit of a wall, a bit cold as well. Yeah. Shall I just risk it? No, no, I've got better set off, better set off and have a walk. <laughs> you get on with Robbie Blake? Because we've, we've, yeah, we've had a confirmation, I believe. Yeah. yeah, is he text you? Is yeah, he coming on? Him on? Yeah. yeah, he still owes me about 300 quid from about 18 years ago, Blake. Yeah, get that off him for us. But yeah, no, character Blake, we got on well. Yeah, he he comes straight in and he was a player that I'd seen at Bradford and I thought he looked good. And so when we signed him, I'd never come across him, never played against him. And then when we signed, I thought this is the player I remember. Uh, the game, the standout game I remember him having was against Wolves. I think it might have been in the playoffs when Bradford won promotion and he scored a really good goal. He, he had the chop like myself. Yeah. It was like he had the chop and he hit it in a corner. So I always thought, I, I like the look of him when I'd seen him. So uh, when we when we signed him, I thought, what a great signing. But unfortunately, when he came in, we needed a, a boost and he'd had the hernia problem. And I can yeah. tell you, I'd, I'd had that hernia. And I don't know whether you ever had a hernia, yeah, Parky. They, 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 they kill you. 
and he come in, he had the bad groin hernia, so it wasn't the Blakey we needed. And then once he got it sorted, but then by that time, the ITV Digital came in, it killed Burnley, killed a lot of championship clubs, and then we weren't very good. And then Blakey played his best football, but it was when we weren't very good. If he'd have come in that season, when we were top of the league at Christmas, and he he was the Robbie we knew, yeah. we... we, we I'm not saying we'd have gone up. We'd have definitely been in the playoffs. We missed out in the playoffs on the last game of the season by one goal, would you believe? Uh, the first year, I think they made it goal difference. It was always goal scored. We scored more than Norwich, but goal difference, they brought it in that season. Missed out yeah. by one goal. But yeah, just uh, uh, he's a, in terms of who I played with, he's one of the best who yeah. I played with. Yeah. Footballer-wise. Yeah, footballer-wise, just great feet. <laughs> and and we, we just, people who say, oh, like you got this link up no I just give him the ball and he can hand it there's no there's no, no, no sort of difficulty and he'd give me it back and we play little give and goes and things and like I said similar to myself although he was more of a central player but just like I said could could give it to him handle the ball twist and turn he had that chop and uh, uh, again like myself people would probably say the reason it stopped him in, in the Premier League was the pace yeah really maybe that so yeah, he'd, he'd have some stories to tell because he, <laughs> I, 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 I was happy because I thought, finally, i got someone else. <laughs> so we'd get in after games and I'm thinking, thank God, it's Blakey getting it. I'm, I'm all right now. I can sit there and relax. And, and Blakey, he'd be over the other side of the dressing room. I'd be looking and thinking, I've been there, mate. He's had a yes, you got Yeah, you got them diver's boots on. Yeah, you're like a circus act. Yeah, and, and I thought, I've heard it. <laughs> How <laughs> was done with Gaza when he come in? Well, yeah, when when Gaza come in, Gaza got to Burnley. Yeah, yeah. Gaza came in. Gaza probably won't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> he did come to Burnley. <laughs> yeah. The 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 last time I actually saw Gaza, I went to the Madeski and uh, England played Germany legends, the nineteen ninety legends. So I thought, great, take my boy, get the pictures with sort of the old stars and and. Gaza, first person I walk in the dressing room, Gaza comes over, gives you the hug. So the Reading media all come over. I oh, would, Glenn, can you do an interview with Gaza? I'd love to talk. So so Glenn, it, it must have been great playing with Gaza. And I, I said, yeah, it, it was. He, he's just an idol of mine growing up. I, when you was at 13, 14, and it, he's the yeah. 1990 World Cup. To me, the best English player there's been in my lifetime. And so to get the opportunity to, to play with him, even though he wasn't the Gaza we all know and loved, just to, to have that experience of playing with him. And I said, it, it, it was great. And he had a, he was brilliant with me, little boy. He had the photo taken at Burnley, my little boy. He remembered him, hey, give, give him a rub on the head. And so he said, Gaza, yeah, Glenn, he's, he's finally made it to the Premier League. It's gone great for him at Reading. And he said, yeah, I'm proud of, of Lee. And, and he said, <laughs> when we were at Barnsley, <laughs> And even my boy's looking up at me, and I, I know, son, don't I? Yeah, just, yeah, I know. And yeah, my boy is badly dead, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but okay, yeah, we'll let him off. It is Gaza, we'll let him off. And, <laughs> yeah, were, and he we said after, bad, he said, you're coming up for a drink. I think, I think you've had enough, Gaza. <laughs> <laughs> but, we were at it, it, it was a shame that, that he came in, and uh, again, that was the season with Blakey. We needed that lift to come in and yeah. and it was just it was sad to see there was there was a game against Wolves where sell out Wolves were going well we were going well top of the table clash at turf 
And after 15 minutes, he should have been off. He was that bad. He kept losing it. People, like, no, people who couldn't lace his boots, just taking it off him every time. Kept putting walls on the attack. We're 3-0 down at half-time. We come in at half-time. I'm sub. I'm coming at half-time. And he's already in the shower. Stan Not- never even took him off. <laughs> but he should have been off after 15. But I think Stan, how can I drag him off? 23 fouls, like all them Wolves yeah. fans. You have to walk off that end as yeah. well. And so it was just, uh, Stan, we all knew it on the bench. He's got to come off. He's got to get dragged here. Are you pissed like? I don't know. Just, just gone. And he couldn't do it. Legs are gone and yeah. couldn't do it. And in the end, like I said, we've already come in. And I, I, I come on a sub. We ended up getting beat 3-2. Right? Half had to go. We had a man sent off as well. And then still scored to make it 3-2. It was like 3-1. We're battering them. They're on the ropes. Oh, man sent off. Oh, well, that's that. Oh, no. No, we're still battering them with a man list. 3-2. Grandstand finish. Just lost 3-2, though. So Gaz was thinking, hang on a minute. I've come off at 3-0. And now we've battered balls. <laughs> Half hour with 10 men as well. We've battered them. Uh, so that was on the back, the, the East End. And you go down to Portsmouth on the bank holiday Monday game. So he's with Stan at the front of the bus, red wine. He's absolutely battered on the way down. We left straight after the game. And on the M6, we go past the Wolves coach. And Gaza said, that's the first Wolves player I've gone past all day. <laughs> <laughs> and we all burst out laughing. And it's like, yeah. We thought, hang on a minute. We're still on the M6. We ain't gone past them just yet, Gaza. Don't get carried away. Yeah. So when he came out the shower, was anything said? Just, no, no, never just, said. Just no, Stan, basically took yeah, himself off. Yeah, basically took himself off. And Stan, but the thing was, he had this Louis Vuitton wash bag. I think it was like the oldest wash bag you've ever seen. It was all ripped, the zip coming off. But all that was in it was tablets and miniatures. There was no uh, air gel or no soap. No imperial ever. And he used to go in the toilet and the miniatures. And, and the last game of the season... We, we needed to beat Coventry to, to get in the playoffs. And he was sub. He's come on for the last 20 minutes. And as I've cut inside, I've come towards him and he took the ball off me and he goes, take bleak in it. He took the ball and now he stunk of booze. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, you could have been gas. <laughs> and then I thought, hey. but he hit these two free kicks. He put him right in the top corner. We got a free kick with about 10 minutes to go. He put it right in the top corner. Magnus Edmund, great save. And then the, I think I'm certain he had two. And then another one with about a minute to go. We needed one more goal to get in the playoffs. Curled it again. And I'm right behind it. I thought, he's in. He's hit it again. And Hedman again, great save he made. And so he nearly, nearly got us in the playoffs. But we all loved him, as you'd imagine. Yeah. What was he like in the changing room just, on that day to day? Just, yeah, always so gun. Well, the first day he come in, who wants a cup of tea? He was going around, who wants a cup of tea? Cup- what? This is Gaza, he's making everyone a cup of tea first day, we couldn't believe it. Oh, and he's, yeah, he's going around, do you want a cup of tea? Yeah. Oh, thanks Gaza, yeah, it's great. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we all, we all like, go out for training, and he, nice person, like, to come in, yeah. we all think he's Gaza the King, we'd do anything for him, and yet, here he is, he's making everyone cups of teas. And then we know why. We all walk out of training, and then he said, hey, how's your, your cup of teas? And everyone was like, yeah, great, thanks, guys. He went, yeah, I'll put a load of shit powder in it. <laughs> uh, people down by the river having a shit during training. <laughs> yeah, no one knows going around putting a load of laxative in the teapot, <laughs> It's worth it. Yeah. L- luckily, I never had any. But he, he used to come in, um, Jimmy Five Bellies, drive him in every day. So 
but lovely man, Jimmy Fiber. There's been a few stories about yeah. Jimmy Fiber. You never quite know, but he he was brilliant. He come in, he was great with the boys, and and it was just it was again the experience of playing with someone who who you look up to, even though we knew we knew he weren't. Yeah, he weren't the guys out. People blame him, don't they, for his demise? That, that, that's what I mean. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I can't yeah. remember who I spoke to, but they said no, he was he brilliant. Tried, was yeah, yeah. Words, like, we all like, loved yeah. him. All he, the boys he, loved he, him. Oh yeah, him. kept yeah, looked after him. And I think he's, I think he's un. I don't even know if this is a word, but I think he's un. Unlookable after, if you know what I mean. Hard to, yeah, he's unlookable like, yeah, after. Yeah, so he's, yeah he's, he's, I know what you he mean. Don't matter if you're Jimmy Five or fucking. Yeah, you can't. He's oh. his own man. He'll have his own way. Yeah. He'll find out something. You, you know get what I mean? Well, I've only just Wernie. worked out what the word means. Unlookable yeah. after. <laughs> whatever, whatever word you need to make up for that. Uh, uncontrollable. Uncontrollable, I think, is, is the word. Unlookable after. So I it could have been even worse if it weren't for him. Yeah. But my, my boy still got the picture on his wall of him at Burnley dugout. Just it was brilliant. It was, and it's just a it's a shame. Would Stan what, give him any happened. any shit? No, no, no. I think Stan realised he he sort of weren't yeah, yeah. weren't the same. The but he probably done it because we brought Wrighty in when we went up. Yeah, towards the end, we signed him right. Right. Yeah, right. Satchmo, oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. So we brought we brought Satch in to get us up, and he helped. So the Satch. year we went up. So yeah, you might not know, but Ian Wright's nicknamed Satchmo from the trumpeter. Is it Armstrong? Louis Armstrong. <laughs> Louis Armstrong. Louis Armstrong. Yeah, and that was his nickname at Palace, Satchmo. So I knew Wright here again. Being a kid at Palace, he used to bully me the fuck out of me. Right there. <laughs> whenever, whenever I hear Wrighty coming, in, I was hiding somewhere because he was moaning about the kit. And I, uh, even on work experience, once they, they stitched me up. Do you want that kit? I took the kit. I thought I've done well. I've got Dad, these socks are nice. They give me Wrighty's kit. You come in. I'm only on work experience. He went, "You, who the fuck are you? You got my socks?" Yeah. Oh, sorry, Wrighty. Yeah, I was only about fifteen, so <laughs> so I'd known Wrighty anyway. Uh, at, at Palace so when we signed him again he knew Stan got him in he was good mates with Mitchell Thomas so it was like this could work perfect if right he can come in and he'll get us up yeah. and uh, and that was from League One now it's in the Championship I think Stan thought same thing it was a similar time of the year only about 10 games to go let's get Gazza in and he he can help but All right in saying you got your first taste of Premier League football on loan though on loan at Bolton it yeah. was yeah, all forty-eight minutes of it. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Big Sam got me in, and yeah, hardly played. Uh, and I, I, I uh, well, the first day I was there, I had to sign the forms, and they said Glenn signing the bonus sheet. So I turned up, okay, at training ground, signed the forms. So this is to Bolton, from, Bolton Burnley. from Burnley. Yeah, so I signed the bonus. So yeah, favourite uh, three and a half grand a win. Oh yeah, he's big on his now, 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 now this is very, this is Premier League now. I think yeah. oh, you're in a big time now where you got to sign the bonus sheet, three and a half grand a win. I thought this is all right. Although I done a two months there and realised it's not worth the papers printed on <laughs> when you don't win. So <laughs> yeah, uh, it was just it was it was a great club. I, 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 and the first taste of Premier League, I thought, here we go, what a chance. Just down the road as well, half hour so down the road, lovely went, stadium. And were you out of favourite, Burnley? No, no um, what, what happened, I had a year left, and Burnley, because of the ITV Digital, they were struggling for money, and oh, so, and so it was up. like, try and get, get Glenn out, 
And Sam, I'd always played well against Bolton. Every time I played against a man of the match. So now they're in the Premier League. It was just a case of, look, take Lennon on loan. See if he does well. Then, then, then you can have him. Give us. We they got two players. It was Gareth Farrelly and Delroy Facey. Yeah. I think it was. So he said, we we've got no squad. Burnley had about 12, 13 players at a stretch. We gain a couple of players. It gives Glenn the opportunity to finally play in the Premier League. And and so Good yeah. Job. And and when I got there, you think right, this is the big time. There, there wasn't a game for two weeks because international break. So I turned up. Yeah. So, so, signed the forms. Tomorrow, I'll bring your passport. We're going to Cork for a testimonial. Oh, well, here we go. Night out in Cork and then flew back. <laughs> and then after, was it a couple of weeks, then we're in La Manga training camp for a week. I'm thinking, this is all right. But, <laughs> but never played. I was just on the bench and I came on the sub against Wolves for, for the first game. Set up the, the equaliser. We're 1-0 down to Wolves who had just come up. And... They were bottom of the league, I think. Well, they'd lost every game. They'd lost three out of three, three. Four, or it might have been four out of four. So you're thinking, we'll beat these at home. No, we were 1-0 down, struggling. I come on, five minutes to go, put the cross in for Kevin Davis. It was his, actually his first goal. Kevin Davis was just turned up as well. Mm. There'd been a few players that just come in who they were trying to hopefully do well. And, um, and now I thought, this is my chance now. I've come yeah. on, I've done well. I've set the goal up, got a one-all. Now, give me a go and never, it was like, no, sub again. Came on against um, Man City, 5-2 down, I think, or 6-2. Got beat for the last 20 at the Etihad. Man City were a bad team for me. I think they, they, they haunted me. And why I didn't sign from now, I look back, I think, well, if you can't beat them, I should have joined them. Because I got beat at Burnley, I got beat 6-0 at Burnley at home, the one I mentioned. The next season, at the start of the season, who do we get in the Carling Cup? Man City away. So Stan, after the game, get beat 5 0, don't we? <laughs> Stan, disappointing result. He says, No, I'm delighted with that. Last time we played these, we got beat six. We're improving. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, yeah, get beat Man City again. Go to Bolton. They even said, No, no. So I go to Bolton. Now I think I'm in the Premier League. I'm not going to get beat five or six by yeah. Man City now because I mean I'm at a Premier League club yeah. and and Bolton we got good players we got international players now got beat six two <laughs> <laughs> right so sign for Reading pre season friendly Man City at home first game yeah four nil <laughs> so, so I'm thinking this Man City so when I go to Portsmouth. We go up to the Etihad again. They even put in my record, all my defeats. I thought, oh, they've even marked it out, the <laughs> bastards. I thought, yeah. But I'm at Portsmouth now. Yeah. I got Crouch and Defoe <laughs> and Crenshaw and Carnu and Diaro and Sol Campbell and Ryderson at the back. David James in goal. They ain't going to score five or six. No, they did. <laughs> so you even go to Portsmouth and I think that was either four or five. <laughs> oh, I thought, oh, fucking hell, yeah. Even at 34, I was, I was ringing up Man City. Can you sign me, please? <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, you're, sending, I know you're spending all this money and paying 30, 40 million pounds for Rubinos and people like that and Joe, but would you sign me, please, and put me out of my misery? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but Bolton, in the end, I just, I weren't playing two months. Yeah. Like I said, 48 minutes I played and, and that was it. And I, in, it was the first time I experienced just not playing. Yeah, and I, I, and even though it was in the Premier League, two months of it, I thought no, I'd rather be playing in the Championship, yeah. where you're one of the main players, 
and you're just playing week in, week out, than just doing nothing. And you're yeah. coming in on the Monday, everyone's having the warm down and watching the, the video, you're out training. Wednesday off, but the, the eight or nine, ten of you, the stragglers, you're training. Yeah. It's, just, it's just boring. Yeah. But, game but I do organized. think I could have done well for Bolton. Yeah. I think if I was given a chance, I think I would have done Who well. Who was playing ahead of you? Was it but the Greek fella? Yeah, little Stelianis Giannopoulos. I think that's right. Yeah. <laughs> About 182 <laughs> points on the Scrabble board. <laughs> <laughs> but it was but shit. N- n- never won a game. And I remember leaving and I, I-, I thought, yeah, I was like a bolt and I went, well, we'll be playing them next season. They'll be down. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> they picked up after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cup final, got to a League Cup final yeah. against Middlesbrough. I nearly qualified for Europe. I thought, what did I know? There I was. But, but at, at the time, the, it, it looked to me, and that, as I watched them after, they were a team. JJ Okocha, when I was there, JJ never played that well. It was just six out of 10, five out of 10, wasn't really doing anything. When I left, JJ ripped it up. And if he had the eight or nine out of 10, that was the difference. Yeah. If yeah. JJ played well, and what a player. He was just in training, just just let him have it. Don't even try, just, you're being stupid if you think you're going to try tackling him. So just let him have it and hope he crosses it and it goes into the keeper's hands or he goes out of play or, or whatever. You can't get a ball off him. But but JJ, I left and then I thought, I knew it. They, they had topped them away after I left and I thought, yeah, they'll, they'll get beat there. JJ Manor match, yeah, it'll wonder goal. I think it was 1-1-0. No, I think it's three and a half grand, yeah. If I'd have just stayed one more game, three and a half grand. Yeah. And then the next game, the next game, I think, yeah, it was just, yeah. Kevin Nolan kept ringing me up. He was like, yeah, we, we're going well. I went, I fucking know you are, yeah. I've lost about 30 grand, yeah. So, and then got to the cup final and then they did well after that. They, they, Three or four seasons, so really, with Stan. No, um, I, mate, in the end, Stan called me back. It, there, there was a game live on Sky, the, the Saturday morning one, and it was a Birmingham at home. Again, Birmingham, promoted team. Birmingham beats 1-0. I came on the last six minutes. I'm waiting, come on, bring me on, bring me on. I got six minutes. I touched the ball once. I ran down the line, ball went over the top. The, the left back come across, just kicked it out for a throw in. I picked up the throw and took it quickly, threw it to someone. That's the only touch I had in the last six <laughs> minutes. And Stan just said, I sent you there. To, to give you a chance, see if you're good enough. If you're not going to play, then might you might as well come back up. here. And yeah. just so it was just that that was it. We had Wolves in the cup that midweek as well. <laughs> so they were thinking, look, we're playing at Molyneux, come come back and, and play for us. So that, that was it. I'd done the last season at Burnley, out of contract, and went to Reading. Could you have stayed and, at Burnley? Um, I, I could have, but it was just no point with the, the ITV had just taken the money. They were always struggling and. And it was just, I'd done everything I could there. We were a team that were always up there. And then now all of a sudden you're battling relegation. Hardly any squad. The better players were leaving. Contracts were running out. We sold Gareth Taylor as our top scorer. Yeah. They sold him to Forest to get the money. Mm. And it was just, what's the point? I'd done, I'd done all I could. I needed a fresh challenge and I needed a team who I thought time was running out. I needed to get back to the Premier League to see if I could do it. Yeah. So I had to make the right choice. And luckily... Uh, I made the right choice in Reading again. Another like good club, lovely ground, training facilities. Steve Coppel. So Steve Coppel, who was my favourite player growing up. I, I I grew up Man United fan. Obviously, being from Wimbledon, 
It was either United, <laughs> United or Liverpool. And I, and, and I, 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 yeah, stupid me. I chose Man United and spent 18 years with two FA Cups. That was about it. Seeing Liverpool win the league every year. So, although made up for it over the last sort of 20 odd years, I suppose. So, so Steve Coppel, again, yeah, on a free at the end of the season, we'll take you. They'd just finished seventh as well. So, you knew they were always that team that were there or thereabouts. I went in again, first season, seventh. I'm thinking, I love that seventh. I think I had about five sevenths. <laughs> kept finishing seventh, missing out in the playoffs. And and this time, we, we needed one point from the last three games. I thought we were bound to get in now. We only need one draw. We lost all three. Missed out. West Ham pipped us and, and got in. We were, And the thing was, we were in the playoffs the whole season. So came back. So came back thinking, unlucky again. Hopefully be up there again. Lost the first game to Plymouth. A disastrous result. And now people, Steve Coppel, being questioned even after one game because we've blown it before. Yeah. A lot of people, he's not the right manager for Reading. And then from there. 33 unbeaten games later, yeah. 20 points clear. Uh, my, my <laughs> Maybe he was. 106 points <laughs> record. Points, and, yeah. Yeah. I was actually in CGI's right after that Plymouth game and I could hear a couple of supporters talking about the game and I'm thinking, come on, I don't want to have a row or anything in CGI's with my family. So just, but I could hear him talking and then I turned and then they said, not good today, Glenn, was it? And nah, I don't think Steve Coppel's the man for Reading, is he? And I was like, he probably isn't. Uh. <laughs> 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 he'd, he'd taken me off with 15 minutes to go as well. I hammered him after, I weren't happy. I said, you took me off. He took the two wingers off, me and Bobby Convey with 15 to go at one all and they scored a 90th minute and one, two, one. And like we said, Kevin Dillon after the game, that the assistant, yeah, I'm with you. He shouldn't have taken your Bobby off. He went three up front, <laughs> took the two ringers off and just put three centre forwards on. No, uh, he won't be doing that again, Dill. Uh, <laughs> and Dill was probably thinking he might be getting a sack anyway, let alone do it again. And then, yeah, I've never come across those TGI fans ever since. But yeah, that, yeah what did they know? Hey? Yeah, he's not the right man. You've got two TGI fans here. Reading's greatest manager. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd have, you'd have liked the TGIs. Oh, like double what, burger. What's your order? Is that yeah, double burger? Yeah, I, I don't know. I did like the burgers. The heat is in there. As I said earlier on, I like my food. I've probably gone through the old menu there <laughs> but yeah, used to like those holiday aisle cocktails I used to batter them yeah. Yeah, most expensive cocktails ever <laughs> I can't say I've ever had a cocktail in TGI but, like. but that was a that was a thing I remember yeah Plymouth has a disastrous result and then who would have thought it 33 unbeaten and you know, know, broke you know, the record when you're on that run I mean did you did you win most of them as well? you must have yeah, won most of them uh, it was do, do you know what? It, the unbeaten run, no one ever spoke about the Premier League. No no one ever spoke about promotion. All we spoke about was the unbeaten run. Once we got it to... Because the season before, we, we got it to eight. And we thought, that's good. Oh, we're at eight. <laughs> and we went to Highfield Road Country. They beat us. Oh, eight, eight's good. Eight unbeaten. We thought we were doing well. So then now, the next season, 10, 11, 12, 14. And then it, it was... And because Sheffield United were doing well, Sheffield United had a great start. So you should have been maybe 12, 15 clear in November. Yeah. We weren't, we were five. So it was, well, okay. But what it, it was the run that made everything for us. It just kept us going. And then by the time we did lose, 
the, the promotion was pretty much done. Yeah. So it was, we didn't have to worry about promotion. Yeah. We came so proud of that unbeaten run. Don't let anyone beat us because now we're going to have to start all over again. Yeah. So the longer we go, if someone does yeah. it, we're back to naught again. And so that's, that's just that, that feeling of before the game. That's what I was going to ask. It, it's just, it, it's an unbelievable feeling, Parky. That, it's one like, I've never had. We all, like, no, no Liverpool, what they're doing. Yeah. Man United have done it. Arsenal, Chelsea, Mourinho, where you hardly lose a game. We done that. It was, it was the only time that we experienced in my career what it must be like when you're playing for the big boys, yeah. and and you just and you you stood it. And in the tunnel, players are, are getting. Come on, let's get into them, and, yeah. and we you're never said team, nothing. You're the team to and beat. The other team, we're just looking at them. You already beat, mate. Yeah. You, you're already beat. You, and it was just that confidence. You you knew we were yeah. going to score lots of goals. We had Kits and Doyle and Lita who scored a lot. Even in the midfield, um, Siddy, Harps and Gunnison, Gunnar, could score from midfield. Five or five, five wins. 14 yeah, assists. Assist, well, they say 14. Oh, I'd like to think go. it's about six or seven short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was never happy with a 14 assist. But, but we had two centre-backs, Ivor and Sonks, who could go up for set plays as well and score. So well, it was just it. So and when you got me taking it one side, Nicky Shaw in the other, the balls were being swung in from set plays. So we could just score lots of goals. So not many teams did take the lead against us. But even if a team just nicked a goal, it didn't matter because yeah. we were like, well, we, we're not a team that doesn't score. There was only two games the whole season. I think it was we didn't score. So in, in the end, it was just that feeling, that confidence, and and you, you couldn't believe it. Let's face it, we were reading. weren't as if. Like there's been teams come down from that Premier League, the biggest up Newcastle. They were paying people eighty grand a week, weren't they? In the Championship, was it? Yeah, like, yeah. Nobby Nolan and Barton Carroll, Colaccini, yeah. and yet they couldn't even get hundred and six points. Yet we were ready in free transfers. I was probably the most experienced Championship player there. Yeah. The rest of them, League One, and had a couple of they had a promotion with Reading, couple of seasons. Kitson came from Cambridge. Leroy Lita was a million pound that was all it was the most we spent but that was from a league one club Bristol City they only had one season I think Leroy so again that's okay it's a million pound but we don't know whether Leroy could hit in the championship and we signed um, Doyle and Longy from Cork yeah. in the summer the now pre- you're thinking Premier league. For, for a bag of balls and some cones I think that was fine <laughs> and, and we're thinking and all we got is now Kit's left and now we're going to sign this Doyle and Long what are they going to do come on <laughs> <laughs> and then oh okay yeah. <laughs> although Longy took him a, a bit longer where Doyley comes straight in it the ground running and was an unbelievable find one of the signings of the championship ever the history of the championship mm. for, for Doyley to come in like that and score 20 goals straight out out the bat and and then we, we couldn't believe it like I said it was just just every game you just what, what's happening it was yeah. it was hard, it was hard then, to believe <laughs> And so did Coppel get the recognition for finding Long and, and Doyle? Um, yeah, I'd say he, d- you know he had lots of good. Well, it's arguably one of the best put together teams on the cheap. It's never it never get done again. Stephen Hunt coming, Brentford League One didn't even want him. He was on his way up to sign for Bradford, I think, in League Two, two year deal. But Coppel knew him from yeah. Palace and thought, oh, he's a great lad. He works hard, so he's got a great attitude. I remember him from Palace. I'll give you a year on less money, but you're at Reading yeah. in the Championship. Come in and sit on the bench all season. Had a promotion. Sure, he was from Leighton Orient, twenty-five grand. Marcus free transfer, City and Arps. It was just 
everyone had the, the well I'd say everyone you probably have seven or eight had the season their lives and the other five or six had really good seasons yeah, and yeah. and it all came together and it was just unbelievable we, we, we couldn't believe it was happening and so, then you go up and you think, oh, we'll be straight back down because we never yeah. signed anyone again. Reading, cheap and cheerful again. But how are we going to do this in the Premier League? And missed out on a point for Europe. Yeah. Was it eight? Again. Seven, yeah, seven, seven for eight. eight. It was, yeah, yeah, last game of the season. We drew three all at Black, uh, Blackburn. If we'd have won, been, been in Europe. So was that mentality just so carried just through then? Carried on, yeah. Where? Just hungry team. No one had really played. I'd had 48 minutes in the Premier League. <laughs> most experienced player. Yeah. My 48 minutes, one assist though. I, I had an assist every 48 minutes in the Premier League. So I had that pedigree. But, but no one else. It was all new to us. And, and What was it like as a manager, couple compared to Tennant? Just to, to, totally different. Just Tennant or Turner. Ne Tennant. Ne uh, yeah, never in your face. Never had confrontation. They said about couple, sees everything, says nothing. And that, that summed him up. Wasn't the rant, uh, never have the teapots going here, there and everywhere. <laughs> never in your face. It was just calm, keep your feet on the floor. And and it was just like next game, like on to the next game. And it, it worked. And putting the team together, the, the best thing about the cops, I would have said, was putting the team together. That jigsaw puzzle. That's the most important thing. All the pieces fitting yeah. in the right and and like I said, it would never be done again. Even after the, all those signings, those cheap side free transfers, and you put them all together and get record points, and and then go in the Premier League and do. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, You've half got to be lucky with that as well. I yeah, think, yeah it you? is, yeah. You, you the, he, the... Had, he did do it at Palace, though. Parky, his Palace team he had. When he got into the Premier League and they finished third in the Premier League got to FA Cup final it was very similar and that's what that's what it was he'd done it at, we even talked about it, me and Wally Downs who was at that Palace team as well at the time Wally was now at Reading with Cops and Wally said it he, he said exactly the same as me I noticed it and Wally said yeah yeah, of course it is and, that, and that's how it it all come together what was he mm. like Wally Downs Do oh Wally, Wally was a character <laughs> I was wondering what <laughs> Yeah, Stan. <laughs> <laughs> He's already heard about some of the stories, yeah. Missed call by Stan and a voicemail by Pates. Yeah. He's on Instagram stuff. But it, it was just, what Wally was a character and that's how it gelled probably with, with Coppel. Coppel didn't really say anything. and well, they just worked really well just, together. Yeah, and, and Wally was the character. Yeah, just don't play cards with Wally. That's the only thing. Because you can't win. Because you'll either lose or you'll win and he won't pay you. So, <laughs> yeah. He, he'd get on well with Blakey. <laughs> but it, it was just, it was a season of just all our lives, just on and off the, the pitch, how it all come together. Did you have a good social and life together? The lot here, just, or? yeah, there was, we were close at when the barbecues and things, we'd go out, the, the wives all together as well. And, just, just a great time in, in everyone's lives. A lovely club, 
win it together because none yeah. of us had played we had never had any big names no big name Charlies or anything like that so no one had really experienced that that before and it, so we were, we were in the Premier League and li living the dream yeah. really and, and it was just a shame well. we, we couldn't do it but it all the next season second season syndrome whatever but we went down as well on the last day that's probably one of the worst moments of my career really because I'd not played I'd, I'd been out all season with the Achilles yeah. So I'd missed it and sat in the stand the whole season and you end up going down. And you think, right, but again, one goal. Just well, with, with 15 minutes to go, you're up. And Fulham won it, Portsmouth. Can you put your finger on anything with that second sin season syndrome kind of thing? I never the played. Players <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, just well, listen, I said I was out for a year with my Achilles. Steve Sidwell left to Chelsea. He was on a free, so the Bosman can't fault him he went to Chelsea he had to take that yeah. that chance yeah. and that City was the engine room the driving so force in midfield so yeah so yeah well Newcastle he had Newcastle Charlton Man City were all after him and Chelsea came in quite late really we all thought he was probably going to go Newcastle Man City Chelsea came out late and what helped it was a time where Chelsea I think were cutting back they were looking to maybe get a few English players or free transfers. They didn't want to pay the big money. Yeah. English player as well. Okay, we'll we'll give him a chance. He's done well at Reading. He's an English is, player. I mean, if, you, if, if you're 40 grand a week to win. Yeah, on a free as well. As opposed to well, a yeah. 80 grand paying for somebody million, yeah, yeah, paying 20 million, 30 million for another. Let's just give him a chance. If it doesn't work out, then no problem. Yeah. And, it, and it didn't. City went Villa. So, okay, you go to Chelsea, it doesn't work out. Then you go and play Villa and Fulham, so he did well elsewhere. So took the money, probably had a nice pay up. <laughs> so it worked out well. But again, I never played the whole year. City gone and signed a couple of foreign players to try and replace City, never worked. So when Reading went down and the call came from Portsmouth, uh, are bringing shed loads of players in. Well, they just had a year out yeah, as well. Just, I've just been yeah. out a year out, yeah. It, it was hard because I didn't want to leave Reading. I loved it at Reading yeah. and the success we had, but I'd felt very bitter that I'd missed out on that Premier League as well and I'd been relegated. I thought, well, that, that wasn't me. <laughs> I still fault. felt I was a Premier League player and I showed that in the season <laughs> it I them, had. It was them fucking that, assholes yeah, who got relegated. signing new deals, I never got the new deal because I was injured. So yeah. after the first year and then people were doubling their money, signing big contracts. Yeah. And then I thought, well, why should I have to now drop my contract? I never even signed one in, in the first place once yeah. we, we had that great season. Yeah. So I looked at it and... And for why should I play in the championship? I played in the championship for years, and I always felt I know I know the championship. I've been there, seen that, and done that. I played well in the Premier League in my first season. Why should I have to drop back? And I was at that age. I was thirty-two. I can't now. If I was twenty-six, twenty-five, twenty-six, then you could say, okay, I'll go back to right. yeah, I'll go back to one season, go back to championship, play one season at Reading. If we go up, okay. Yeah. Great. If we don't, there was a couple who did that. I think Hunty Doyley did that. Yeah. Went for the one season, never never went back up. So then off, they, then they got their moves. So it was just a great opportunity to stay in the Premier League and play for Harry. How yeah. can you, you turn it down when Harry rings you up? And he did say to me, I went down to sign, and it was the I can't remember the chief exec's name, Pete Story, the Pete Story. 
Make the memories incredible. <laughs> and <laughs> Harry weren't there. He said, "Sorry, Glenn. Harry couldn't make it. He, he, I don't know where he was. I can't remember where he was. It might have been in Henley. It might have been Henley Regatta. And he, he, said, <laughs> he, said, he said he can't make it. Henley Regatta. Is that? So get get it signed. But he sorted out the contract. Get it signed. Okay, yeah, thanks. And he said. And then as I sort of looked around having my medical, he said, "Glenn, Harry's on the phone for you." Oh, okay. So he says, "I've finally got you." He says, "I've tried to sign you three times." I, over the years and I've never had the money but I finally got you and I said uh, well hopefully it's not too late Harry but unfortunately it was <laughs> because, because he said no we'll have a great time he said I'm, I'm signing Crouchy he goes we've got the far front he said I'm signing Crouchy for 10 million you'll be putting balls in for him on that back post he'll be heading in we'll have a great time so I was like okay Harry and then it, I just I've been out a year I was just never the same I couldn't get back yeah. To to play and how how I wanted and it was such it was so frustrating because in all my career I'd never played for for a team where I had really big signings or big names yeah. I'd always been the unfashionable team at Burnley where yeah. you're overachieving and then you go to Reading and you're overachieving and and then all of a sudden here I am I've got Glenn Johnson at right back behind me I've got Crouch and Defoe up front every every team I played for I set goals up Franny Payton Ian Moore Blakey and um, Gareth Taylor then I got Reading Doyle Kitson and um, Leroy so now but this is Crouch and Defoe and Carnu and now this is a bit different yeah. yeah so if I could have been anywhere near or played like I could yeah then I would have been on fire but I just I just couldn't I was just breaking down hamstring groin it was one thing after another and I just couldn't get a run of games and you're just thinking I've got all this talent around me and I can't can't, can't play the way I can. So that was a frustrating thing, and and then Harry left anyway after about three months. So yeah, that's when you knew maybe things aren't quite right here because <laughs> with that actually the first game I made my debut, we played Tottenham, and Tottenham were struggling. Bottom of the league hadn't won a game, and we beat them two one. And Harry, they're gone. They're like, yeah, I wouldn't swap any of you lot in here for any of them lot in there. And a month later, he was at Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> and then a, a couple of months later, we played him at White Hart Lane. He was probably saying, I wouldn't swap any of you lot in here for any of them lot in there. And he signed the foe off us. So the foe's probably thinking, I've heard that one a couple of months ago. <laughs> but it, it was the game where Darren Bent missed the, the header. Remember, and he said, my missus could have scored that. It was that game. Yeah, yeah like late on. And, and, and well, the, the thing I remember from the game as well, the stand-up thing, I was on the bench and all game he was battering someone right, right in front of him on that left-hand side. And he was having a nightmare. And no, you're actually feeling sorry for him, thinking he's having a nightmare. Harry, Harry couldn't stand him. Wanted, wanted him out, wanted a new left back in. And then he got dragged off with about half an hour to go. And we were like, yeah, it's like horrible. Dragged off. That's, that's that yeah. kid dumb. That, that, that's him. Like. And he actually brought David Bentley on, who again was having a bit of a nightmare, wasn't doing well. He come on, actually changed the game and... And then Defoe equalised and then we were hanging on and Bentley put a great ball in. Darren Bent missed. And that player is at Real Madrid now. That, yeah. <laughs> that, that Gareth Bale, he did all right, didn't he? That's the, that's the one thing I, like, that stands out from that game. He dragged that Gareth Bale off and he couldn't stand. And he went on to do all right for himself. <laughs> yeah. I, knew so, when you, I knew when you were saying it. Yeah, just... Like, 
It, it, it was just, yeah. I, and I've, to think I felt sorry for him that day. <laughs> yeah, Gareth Bale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he was coming off thinking, yeah, that Glenn Little, I feel sorry for him. He's on the bench at Portsmouth. Yeah, he did well at Reading, but yeah, he, was out, he was out for a year with that Achilles. And, you know, yeah, now he sat on the bench. But, <laughs> but, but your first yeah. taste of European football. It, well, the, well, no, it wasn't my first oh, taste of European not? football oh. because I played for a massive club in Ireland called Glen Torren oh. at the start of my career. Where, <laughs> yeah. uh, Shit research. Yeah, so, well, when I first signed, they were called Torren. But after a couple of games, they, they named it Glen Torren. <laughs> Glen so, turned up. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I, I forgot to mention the start. We all started from here at Glen Torren. Yeah, yeah. The, the best thing for me at with Glenn Torvan was you could end up playing in Europe if you won the league or the Irish Cup you got into Europe yeah so yeah <laughs> played in the Irish Cup final and scored the winning goal yeah it's, it's, it's actually on YouTube it's, yeah. It's, a, yeah it's a great goal I've not watched it very often though <laughs> so yeah can't really remember it so I might not be able to run you through it but if you go on YouTube yeah the Irish Cup final goal so yeah and then and then that got us into Europe and the next season, so next season we get drawn against Sparta Prague. So actually scored. Oh. In the home tie, we lost 2-1. It was, it was one all, they scored 92nd minute. It was a killer. Thinking, here we go, Sparta Prague. They do, uh, can you remember Euro 96? Surely you remember Euro 96. Uh, England, the Czechs actually got, yeah, but if you remember, the Czechs got to the final and lost to Germany in the final. Don't remember do you remember that? that? Yeah. Do you remember Paborski? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Carol, yeah, ninety-six. Yeah. Poborski, yeah. but but Come they on. had five. They had five Czech internationals. Spark Prague. So we're Glen Torren. Think you know they luckily they just sold Pavel Nedved to Lazio. Yeah. So we think oh that's Andy. He's gone. <laughs> but they've still got five left from that squad. Who just you know, ninety-six. So we're thinking this is going to be seven or eight nil. We're this Glen Torren. <laughs> But we actually won all. I scored the equaliser in the second half, and we could. We could this is going to be. This is something. Yeah, you get a result of one all. They scored ninety second minute, and I never played in the second leg. I got injured, unfortunately, so I missed the second leg out in Prague, and that one was eight nil. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Now, now, uh, I wasn't gutted that I missed the game, but I heard about the night after. The boy said it was unbelievable. It seems like Stagdo in Prague after getting beat 8-0. But I missed out on the night in Prague. So that was my first taste. Well, my first and only experience of European football. And, and it, back, back then it was the Cup Winners' Cup. Yes. It was. So yeah. there, there was a, a couple of years ago, there was the quiz question, weren't there? <coughs> Who has played in... The Premier League, like Championship, League One, League Two, Conference, both Irish leagues, Europa League and Cup Winners' Cup, and he's still playing. And this was a, only a couple of years ago, and it was me. I I'm surprised you never heard it. But it was me who actually made it up. But... <laughs> you quiz master. But the... the well, the, the one was as well with someone who I grew up playing with, Steve Finnan, was another one who could say he was at Welling. He started at Welling in the conference Steve and Finnan, he played right, back at Liverpool. right back at Liverpool. And he's, and he's one has played at a World Cup and won a Champions League. And the, the Steve Finnan, I, I made up mine though. <laughs> quite good, yeah. People were thinking, I was telling like kids, I know the youngsters for teams I was at and played in the Cup Winners' Cup. They were like, what's that? <laughs> like, well, it, yeah, yeah, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> Just for the cup winners of every country, back in the the free 
win it UEFA Cup, Cup Winners' Cup yeah. and Champions League. So that that was it. And then never thinking you're going to get that experience ever again. And then you sign for Portsmouth. We're in the Europa League, and then we were out training. And as we come out, some of the injuries were coming out. Said the draw's been done. We got AC Milan and in a group. We had um, Braga, AC Milan, Wolfsburg, and Hemving. So good group, really. When you when you look at some of those Europa leagues now, some of the countries you play, some yeah. of the teams you're playing. I'm yeah. thinking that uh, that's Mickey Mouse. Yeah, our group. <laughs> you look at all them teams. Wolfsburg, big big team back then. Jacko yeah. up front, playing for them. That's where he made his name. He, so we had some really good games. And then the the AC Milan. Been out six weeks as well. I hadn't really played for six weeks. Been out with a hamstring. Been on the bench for a couple. Hadn't got on. And then we walked out and Tony Adams never did anything at Portsmouth. Got the sack. But the one thing he did do, I was pleased. He gave me a game against AC Milan. I thank him for that, Tony. And, <laughs> and that, it's just walking onto the training pitch after the warm-up. He used to give the, the bib out to the, the, the team. And then he gave it to me. I know what? I'm playing I couldn't believe it we, we did have a few injuries so that, that was it I hadn't played for ages and then played against what, what best game arguably the best game I played in in the San Siro no it was just that they did it that it weren't home or away it was just the, yeah. we, we had you had two at home and it was just the draw the luck so oh. that that was a shame yeah it would have been nice if it had been your away game but we had at AC Milan at Fra although the atmosphere at Fratton Park only 20,000 as good as anything I've played in a few it people was have mentioned stop it. it was unbelievable it was again. just non-stop. Uh, Antonini marked me. They had uh, Shevchenko, Kaka and Inzaghi up front. Not bad, And then. the midfield was Gattuso, Emerson and Flamini. <laughs> Zambrotta right back. And who's uh, Arsenal? Yeah, um, Ponderos, I used to call him. For the Arsenal centre-back that they took out, yeah. How he got a move to, to AC Milan, I'll never know. Yeah, Maldini didn't travel. They said that. Yeah, I remember him saying that. No, Maldini hasn't travelled. But their bench, if you see their bench, Ronaldinho on the bench. Pirlo, it was a bad bench. It was, yeah. Did you get a shit swap they, they, they didn't even bring Pirlo on. Yeah. Come, come to think of it, were they trying to beat us? Yeah, were they actually trying to beat us? Ronaldinho come on the sub. And we, we were two nil up. We were two nil up and re played really well. And with five minutes to go, Ronaldinho put the, the top corner, 30 yard free kick, and Inzaghi injury time. So it was a horrible finish because it was like some night. And like I said, best game I played in atmosphere, unbelievable down at, at Fratton. The, the only atmosphere I've really played in where the game would stop. And yet it was still non-stop noise. Mm. So someone would take a throw in. It was a goal kick, but it was just, it was non-stop. Yeah. The game was going on. It's that geezer was really good game as well. Oh. Yeah, John, yeah, John. Well, the first time we see him was, um, we went to Nigeria pre-season tour. Could you believe that? Fucking <laughs> Nigeria, Harry. How much, what, they, what about? How, much <laughs> they, how much they paid Harry to take us to Nigeria? <laughs> Fucking hell. I've yeah. been, been to some bad, bad pre-season trips. 50,000 in the Olympic Stadium. We played Manchester United, right? And I, I don't know I don't know what happened, but we were supposed to be in Nigeria. It was, it was say, Tuesday till Saturday. A week before. No, we're going Wednesday to Saturday. A couple of days later, we're going Thursday to Saturday. <laughs> oh, this is handy. It was like, we just kept chopped. No, we're going in Friday and playing Saturday. We're getting out of there Saturday night. Right, okay. And 50,000 Nigerians, it was like 
carnival it was all the <laughs> drums going all the robes like green and yellow robes just great atmosphere and you had four Portsmouth fans in the top tier John Portsmouth <laughs> Westwood Football Club with the bell and his sidekicks they made it all the way to Nigeria for the pre-season friendly but yeah what a pre-season that was and we, we got out of there and we went to Cape Town and then to Johannesburg on safari it, it was unbelievable it was yeah best holiday I've ever had in the pre-season yeah Round the pool in Cape Town, having a great time. <laughs> tabletop mountain yeah. and, and, yeah, and nights out. Yeah, are you sure of this? Are we all right to have nights out here? And it, yeah, it's Harry's holiday camp. <laughs> of course you are. And then where are we going next? Yeah, we're up to Johannesburg. Oh, what, we're training up there. Where are we training? No, we're going to safari. Stayed at this lodge and there we are going on safari. Seven o'clock in the morning, driving around looking for elephants and... Tigers and lions <laughs> and giraffes are poking their heads up out of the bushes. So uh, yeah. it, it was it was the strangest one I've ever had. Yeah, put it put it that way. Fucking Nigeria. Did you, did you read, uh, read up as a manager? Yeah, ha- Harry was. It, it was just if, if you're a footballer, look, play with that freedom. Then it great. You can see why he's had those players, those flair players. Love playing for Harry. There's, there's no, you've got to do this. You, the, the tactics to track back, it's just you go out, you go out and play, just enjoy your football. And, and it worked with Harry. And it, it said, it was the Harry's holiday camp. People coming out, half 10 training, people coming out, 22-11, quarter to 11, ambling out. But by the time the, the sports scientist said, out we go, come on, let's get it going, the jog, it was, it was 5 to 11, 10 to 11, 5 to 11. People coming in 20 past 10, like rushing into the dressing rooms, <laughs> getting changed and still getting their omelette at 25, <laughs> 25 past 10. <laughs> and for me, it was it was an eye-opener because Reading was so professional. We had the players. I was always last out. I always used to get strappings. I, I could never play football. I needed strappings oh, on both it. ankles. I, if, if I put my boots on and try, I, what am I doing? I just yeah. felt it just wasn't right. So... I, I used to get out at Reading, I'd say tw- 20 past 10, I was the last out. It was like circle, the circle had been going for 15, 20 minutes. So I used to turn, I was used to, out, out you go, and yet here you are at, at Portsmouth, you go out at 20 past 10, there's no one out. <laughs> so <laughs> it like was that. just, so, oh, lads? Like, right. it was just lads? no fines, it was just, it was just so easy, ozy, people coming in, injuries as well, and I spent a lot of time in the treatment room at Portsmouth, the fish said, yeah, do you want a coffee, Glenn? <laughs> People reading the paper, turning their beds around so they can look out the window and watch it. Yeah. Right, um, so, Sol Campbell coming in, big soul man. It would be like, what are you doing, Sol? Yeah, I'm going to go down David Lloyd. All right, Sol. See you later. Off, off Sol went and... Yeah, I didn't have the clout to do that one. Yeah. <laughs> guys, I'm just going to go down. Forget about me, Amsterdam. I'm going David Lloyd. All right, guys. Yeah, well, I can't do that. But if they're handing me the coffee, yeah, I'll have a coffee. Read the paper. Okay, this isn't new. It was just, it was just something, though, but that I'd never experienced. But for the big name players, that that's that worked hmm. because there was going to be late. So we're still travelling down from London. A lot of players yeah. coming two hours down the M25, M3, having drivers, having taxi drivers bring it for training. So you hit a bit of traffic. There's, not, there's nothing you can do. But it was just and did it? it, it we, but look how well they did until said, the money, and then it Harry left, and now you're thinking, yeah. right, something's not quite right. It doesn't add up, and and then we're selling Defoe 
to Tottenham. Then there was then Diara went to Real Madrid yeah. for twenty minutes, like the fire cell. Right. So do you think Harry realised that he got he was lucky to have the players at Portsmouth so he let them get away with it a little bit? Yeah, yeah. And and it worked. Yeah. Because they won the in the Europa League, finished sixth or seventh, then they won the FA Cup. So that's probably that that's Harry yeah. for you, isn't it? He gets those big name players and he'll love it. Because yeah. they can maybe it's not the Manchester the restricted yeah. and look, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. And Harry lets him go as long as you get the results. Don't matter. How was Carno? And he got the results. Carno was just a, a player, again, you'd you'd seen him over the years, hadn't you? And now you're playing with Carno and if if you passed it half a yard either side, he couldn't get it. <laughs> Everything had to be so precise to his feet. <laughs> but some of the things he did in the training. Got, you, probably oh. got, you probably got a yard. Yeah, you, 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 you got, got some wings and it's 40. He's got sight. He has got car noose on his feet. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the, the thing about it was, was you knew he couldn't run anymore. So it had to be so precise to his feet. But some of the things he did in training, Harry would be laughing. I think that's where he got it. He said, you got to have him here. Some of the things he did in training, you you could imagine in his prime, like in the 70s, he would have been some player. <laughs> but the, the physio said to me, because in October, I'm, I'm an October birthday, and I was 32. They said Carnu was the same age as me, but he was a January. I said, fuck off. He's, not, <laughs> what? He's three months like, younger than me. Come on, I'm not having it. But I can't remember who told me, but someone said that they think he's about 42. They went, no, he's about 42. But th- what used to get a laugh, where the changing rooms were, upstairs, used to go upstairs, the offices, the, the treatment room, the, the, office, the, the gaffer's office, and we used to have the, the, the little gym with all the, the corbels and the, 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 the mirrors and things, dumbbells. And you used to have the, the video room where we'd all watch the opposition, the pro zone, and, and go through the, the team. So Friday, up, up you go, right? We've got games tomorrow. We're watching them. And we'd all sit down at the, the chair. And there was a disabled lift. <laughs> and we'd all be sat there. And then you'd hear, ting! And the disabled lift would open and he'd hobble out <laughs> and everyone would laugh. Oh, it's just, he, used to, he got a laugh every time he done it. Did. It was just brilliant and just couldn't walk up the stairs. He was just, like I said, great, great player. And, and it, was, it was just for, for me to play with these boys, it was something I'd never really experienced before. Yeah all these big names these, these internationals that you'd watched for Arsenal and Tottenham and, and all good here, lads yeah. as well yeah, yeah a great bunch yeah great bunch and suited holiday camp mentality <laughs> and that's when I first <laughs> realised that these big hitters because I'd even though I'd been at Palace I, I was at, in the Premier League and Palace had the right and the bright Jeff Thomas and yeah. played for England Andy Gray these people but the money and, and the, the fame wasn't back then yeah. when the, it was the Premier League so even though I had been at Palace, it, I'd, I'd always had to earn everything I'd got. I went to Ireland to play, then your league won Burnley. I'm, I'm doing the, the you, you got yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah the, the graft really to, to earn to get back to the Premier League. Where there I saw it. It's just now it's, it doesn't make them different lads, but they're just they're just, they're just different because all they've known is the Premier League fame and glory yeah. and the money. So it is different, and that's when I that. But to experience that, it was just. 
like I said earlier on, the frustration of I, what I could have done if I'd have been right playing yeah. there with those players and having Glenn Johnson bombing because Jono got the move at the end. He went to Liverpool yeah. for 18 yeah. million at the end. He was on fire. So I'm thinking, look, Jono behind you, down that right hand side, linking up and just setting up goals for the Crouchy and Defoe. You, you could have had a great season, but just never was never right after it. Mm-hmm. After that Achilles comeback. And and that it sort of finished my career. Even though I've never had a problem with it, it, it did finish my career really. Even though I played on for another sort of ten years, even all I did. The problem was I had to drop a lot of levels to keep playing. So when you finished at Portsmouth, then and obviously you just went your way down gradually. It, it, it was going, yeah, like you said, quickly, yeah, <laughs> and, and it, it was quickly as well. Yeah, I went to Sheffield. I went for for a season. Yeah. Uh, it, it's strange how people will say. Are you a journeyman? Yeah. And yet, I was always pretty low. I think I've seen that with um, Burnley and Reading. Reading I, I probably was at 10 years, 10, 11 years with just two clubs. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it was just, you, you get older, year, year, year. Yeah. And yeah, Sheffield just went up there. But it, great club, great support, probably the best support. I'd played for in terms of the numbers, 28,000 there at, at Bramall Lane. Unfortunately, the manager was fucking useless. <laughs> so <laughs> that didn't work out. Who's that? Yeah, you had a non league goalkeeper trying to tell you how to, to play football, which yeah, <laughs> didn't, didn't go well. Kevin Blackwell. Again? Yeah, there Again? He is. yeah Again? useless. So, yeah, out of all the managers, he, he was the worst. Yeah. Uh, he, <laughs> put, put, put it this way I, I've played in non league. Ireland started really started my career in Ireland I played in non-league towards the end of my career and I had better managers telling you how to play there than you got someone who you're at a big club trying yeah. to win promotion to the Premier League and you got this this guy here so yeah that, that didn't work out well <laughs> so then, then in the end because of the position I played as well when you get old I'm, I felt you can't play on the wing anymore yeah and I just wanted to play inside in the midfield. The, the game had changed with the 4-3-3, three, three, the three midfielders. So I just said, I can't get up and down the wing anymore. Although at Sheffield, you had Carl Walker behind, which weren't bad. For the, for the, <laughs> for the odd games I did play, you had Carl Walker, who was the Ferrari, as, as we know, he can shoot. So that helped a bit. But yeah, it was, it was nice to then just drop down and say, right, I want to play the way I've always wanted because I did grow up as a central midfield player. Yeah. And then it was only in Glen Torren I went on the right and then made myself never, never a, a winger. But I was always that frustrated central midfield player because that's how I grew up. And so it was nice to, even though I dropped down, I, I played for all the shot with my, my friend, the manager, Kevin Dillon, who, who was at Reading with me. And he just said, no, you can play that number 10 role or the midfield, just do what you want. So yeah, decided to go to, to play for him and just try and then enjoy my football and play the way I wanted. Yeah. And... Dill got the sack. So, <laughs> so okay. Uh, uh, yeah. So, there you go. And then Dean Oldsworth come in and and give me all the chat and talk to all the bollocks and then said, yeah, I'll work with you and we can do this, we can do that. And then a couple of days later said, yeah, I think we'll give you a pay up. 
<laughs> right. Yeah, so you don't want to work with me, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all that, horses for courses in certain games. Yeah, yeah. There's, been, there's been worse but, managers. I know. There's been no, worse no. situations. But let's face it, Dean, um, Dean Holdsworth, yeah, yeah, didn't last long. So, yeah, he probably got that wrong. He, he probably made a mistake there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, getting rid of me. But... Yeah, so then the order shot done the one year and then got a phone call from someone who I'd heard a lot about and I'd heard stories, but I'd never come across. I'd never played against him or his teams or or anything like that. But Gareth Taylor, my, my mate from Burnley, was at Wrexham and he, he rang me and said, look, Glenn, we, we need to go up. We're in a conference, big club Wrexham, need to go up. <clears throat> Dean Saunders, give you if you're not playing, just come and help, help us try and get us up. So I said, okay, t- tell him to give me a ring. So, uh, no, so then you get the phone call, don't you? And I don't know whether you know Dean Saunders, but I thought I could talk. <laughs> so you can imagine me and him having a phone call. Yeah. I-, I was just glad it was on his bill because it went on for about three and a half hours. And he was telling me what a good player he was. I was telling him what a good player I was. And then we gone brilliantly. Strange enough, yeah, we gone brilliant. And he said, come up to Wrexham, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. We'll win, yeah, we'll win promotion and we'll have a great time. And so, I thought, okay, Dino, I'll come up, I'll, I'll give it a go. There was only a couple of months left of the season. They were in the playoff position, so I thought they could, yeah, could, could just go in and... 10 games and the glory. Up. Yeah, yeah. go up and get help Wrexham get back into the league. So, yeah, when in first day training, I go into his office and he said to me, Are you any fucking good? <laughs> that was the first thing he said, yeah. And I said, Hang on a minute, have you seen me play? And then, <laughs> so just straight away, yeah, got on great and went, went to sign, but they had the transfer embargo because they hadn't paid their bills. <laughs> so. Okay, Dino. Right. <laughs> Thanks for getting me up here, but then they weren't allowed to sign anyone. So I thought that was it. Back, back you, you go. And then wasn't sure whether I was going to play anymore. I just thought, shall I give up? And then in the summer, he said, no, look, we're going for it. He said, we're, we're going to sign this player, that player. Uh, he said, we'll win the league. He said, if you come up and give me one season, we'll win the league. Okay, Dino. Right, so... <laughs> Again, he convinced me one last season, let's try and win win promotion and and so went up there and had a great start as well and although when when I first went again, the pre season, they were thinking the club could could fold. I don't know whether you remember part were you yeah. in one league at the time? They had to get the money. Supporters had to pay the money and pay yeah. two hundred grand I think it was to try and keep the club going and there was the owner I was having problems with the supporters so there I am I'm doing the pre-season but I'm thinking is there even going to be a club but luckily that the supporters saved the club took it over we had a great start and then Dino left I guess <laughs> so he, he, in fairness to him he got the Doncaster job in yeah. the championship so you can't really blame yeah. him but then Andy Morell took over experienced player and just said no he wanted me to stay on as well so we just gave it a go had a great season a great time and unfortunately got 96 points probably the second best season of of my career we were a really good side and and we should have gone up just there was one problem Fleetwood with Jamie Vardy scored about 30 odd goals and and Fleetwood done us and and they'd also about November time, December time, I think they nicked one of our best players, Lee Fowler, who Fowler, you know, yeah. Parky yeah, Fowler. Well. Now, playing with Fowler, we 
Now there's a player who <laughs> who could have Don't had a great career, yeah. But unfortunately, he had the demons and yeah. and ended up with Dino trying. Uh, Dino did say to me, "Come up, you got to look after this boy." He said, "If you can keep Fowler right for nine months, he said we'll win the league." Unfortunately, I could only do it for four months. <laughs> <laughs> Although he did end up winning the league, but he went to Fleetwood. And, uh, <laughs> so I tried, but. Parky with no fouls. Yeah, very Trying well. to get fouls to do anything. It, Dino said, because he said, Glenn, he just thinks he's, he's head and shoulders above these boys. But with you, he can't tell you that. Yeah. Because you've been there, seen it and done it. So he said, he listened to you. And he, I suppose he did a bit. <laughs> but with, with well, fouls. So long. Yeah, well, just, no, I, if you leave him alone for five minutes, he's dangerous. Yeah. Isn't yeah, he? Yeah. Parky, and uh, that's it. But that's, uh, great, great talent. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, he played for Coventry in the Prem, I think. As a youngster. 17, chance, 18. Yeah. yeah. But he's the, there's two players who I've, who I've beaten in pre-season runs. Steve McNulty, big macker at York, yeah. And Fowles is the other one. So you can imagine what he was fucking like pre-season, <laughs> can't you? He was towing out of his fucking I'm surprised Mal Purchase didn't try and get all of him. Just, Remember well, Mal, Mal? Did, No, well, Mal did. He used to take him. He tried to get him on. He, he said he's going on this turkey, turkey broccoli diet. But the the problem with that is you don't pour a load of gravy over it. <laughs> <laughs> so Mal was... But Mal was... Try, yeah, he said coach. Mal was working with him. Mal is a tough man. You work yeah. with Mal. Yeah, just... And he... With fouls again, got him playing, but then went to went yeah. to Fleetwood. He was one of them players, right? If you said to him, "If you eat a kebab every night of the week for a month, you'll lose weight," he would eat a kebab every night so of the I, month. He, he did listening, but he, but then it, but it only lasted a month because then he'd be on to something else. It's <laughs> yeah. hard to keep his focus. And like I said, I tried, and we, we missed fouls. But look, fair play, he went to to Fleetwood, and they did end up. Yeah, going yeah, up and picked yeah. us but with that confidence it's the, to go up yeah, and it, it wasn't just it? the 96 points parking we had a good team we were, we had a really good team and and if we had gone up it was that sort of situation where if we'd have gone up we would have done well in league we two as well on, yeah because yeah, fleet would have in league one now they've kicked on <laughs> and doing well in league one and the size of the club we had at Wrexham, if that team had gone up we would have been more than good enough in League 2. Well, Seven I, in the playoffs I, as well. A lot of Deadwood in League after. 2. I, I, I signed for Fleetwood the year after they'd just gone up. When Vardy went Leicester, they got me and his replacement. Yeah. <laughs> like for like party, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> that pace, yeah. <laughs> maybe the goals. Like, maybe belt. the goals. No, no, Marky, no not even about, the goals. We need to not the pace. Talking of gravy, do you still like your Tony Boas? Ah, the Yorkshire puddings for me. Yeah, three... Three Yorkshire puddings Why'd you on call the roast beef. Because yeah, um, Tony Yaboa said when he was at Leeds, that was his favourite when he did the Yorkshire pudding. So that's why you, you say the Tony Yaboas. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best thing about Leeds. You know, <laughs> Yorkshire puddings. But, He's not fucking far wrong though. They are incredible. Yeah, yeah. they are Bessies. <laughs> <laughs> so when asked who's the best player you've nutmeg? So, well, well, Going back to the AC Milan game, the famous quote coming out from the game was the me ripping Kaka to pieces, weren't <laughs> it? And the the thing with Kaka, what people don't realise, even though he's twice World Footballer of the Year, he's not very bright. 
because he actually thought he could get the ball off me. <laughs> yeah, not just once or twice, three times he tried, and I kept twisting one way back the other. And in the end, I kept trying to stand my feet, and I finally got the free kick. And I turned round. I couldn't believe it was him. I, I was actually thinking it was Flamini, like a little rat trying to, in the centre of my field trying to get the ball. So I went up to give him a bit of stick. And it was there, Kaka with a smiling face, shaking me hand. I thought, oh, okay, Kaka. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough, I'll let you off, yeah. But I don't think you realise who I am, yeah. Don't, but don't worry, plenty have tried to do that, get the ball off me. But, yeah, maybe next time. Maybe I'll see you again. Yeah, maybe we'll come across each other again. Yeah. Is that a World Cup or something? And, yeah. But yeah, that, that, that was a great line and... Yeah, I haven't really shown that to anyone, that, that line. Yeah, in the paper. It was a Daily Mail, yeah. The, the best bit about the game was Glenn Little, yeah, journeyman they put in again, that old one, yeah, the journeyman. Yeah, Oh, yeah. well, cheers, mate. Yeah, thank you, mate. Top man. Yeah. Thanks, boys. There's yeah, been yeah, a few, but that's another one that's up there with my cheeks, yeah. Bones Yeah. Right? yeah. Thanks, boys. I'm a rib tickler. Yeah. We haven't done the five nights out. Five oh, people on it. Do you want to get them in quick? Five players you'd take on a night out with you. Who you've played with? The, I've done it about five. Straight away, you're thinking number one, Graham Stack. We're getting Stacky just, on. Yeah, St- Stacky just, again, more famous for, I think, off the pitch than he was on it, Stacky. But, yeah, great night out with Stacky. Just the tricks you get up to as well. If, he, if you get him on, he'll tell the stories that, that you'll see with Stacky. Even jumping in the port, in Port Venus, in the marina. When we're all sat in the bar, I've gone out, I'm sat on the wall on the phone and all of a sudden he's come running out, jumped over the wall and I'm thinking to myself, no, that's the marine in the water. And then you hear the big splash. <laughs> There's a load of fish all trying to get him. He's in a bit of trouble. <laughs> Luckily, someone from a boat has got him up and then he just comes back round and he sits in the, the bar again. So that Is was that a, that was a great story. Did he iron his back? Oh. That was the iron of his back. His mate, he had to train in the, the, um, the cellophane type. Wrapped round, yeah, iron his back so long he could have it. That was the story, yeah. <laughs> so, so we've got to get him yeah, on, haven't we? So, yeah, get, get Stacky on that. He, he, he was a classic, but yeah, it's hard to, it's such a, a long time ago, really. But it, it's just what he's won, who's definitely for a night out, you'll have a good time with Stacky. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it at one, then. Five stacks. Yeah. yeah. We'll have a five stacks, but, mate, f- fantastic, yeah. mate. Brilliant. Brilliant. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.